Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. As I mentioned there, just before we spoke to Niall, Gardaí and traffic wardens do not have the power to issue fines to drivers who illegally park in accessible parking bays and private car parks like shopping centres, educational institutions, hospitals, and other spaces. And so to tackle the issue, the Disabled Drivers Association of Ireland has launched its Baywatch campaign. And I'm joined by their communications and marketing manager, Richard Ryder. Good morning to you, Richard. Good morning. Good morning, Alan. Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to talk to you, Richard. So, uh, this is news to us. So, guardian and traffic wardens cannot um, um, find somebody who park in private car parks like shopping centres in in uh, disabled spaces. Explain it to me, please, will you? Exactly. Well, you've explained it quite well there. I mean, it, you're not the only one that didn't know, and your listeners aren't either. We did a, a national survey, and 42% of Irish adults interviewed thought that they could go in, and 45% didn't know. So it's not very clear. It's kind of one of those grey areas where people go, of course the guards can go in there. Of course they can get the traffic wardens can go in and give tickets. Well, in fact, they can't. Um, so that's what we're trying to highlight that. And we're going to call on the government to actually change the legislation to allow them to go in and do it. Um, because it's just, it's, it's not right. And it shouldn't be left just to, you know, the owners and um, managers of the likes of a shopping centre to, to police it themselves. The only thing they can do is they can clamp. But, but but from what we're hearing and that it's kind of hit and miss, you know, whether they do it or not. Some of the bigger places, yes, they can because they can afford and they, you know, they subcontract it out to a third party. But the smaller ones don't. Okay. And I would regularly, I, yeah, I would regularly receive, you know, on a weekly basis emails from members to say, look, I, I go down to my local supermarket and there's this guy, oh, or whatever, parked there all the time. I call them serial bay abusers. Hmm. And, um, you know, when they say to me, what can be done about it? I'd say, is it a private car park? When they say yes, I say absolutely nothing. The only thing you can do is go to the manager owner of that establishment and, and, and complain to them because the guards can't do anything. And do you think it will solve the issue of people parking illegally? I don't think it will. The rules are made to be broken and I'm in, I'm in the working disability sector for over 25 years and to be honest with you, not a whole lot has changed. Um, people continue to do it and, you know, this, the same old excuse of, oh, I'll only be a minute. Uh, should I just popped in for, you know, a pint of milk or whatever. You can never park in them. It's that time that you decide to park in that spot that the disabled driver or passenger or whatever will come along and look for the spot. Uh, and you could ruin their day. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to diversify too much from this or yeah. digress too much, but I, I, yeah. only recently, before Christmas there, we had one or two very concerned regular listeners to the programme who come in on a, on a bus and uh, I believe the bus spaces were being taken and people living with disability who were coming in on the buses, they were finding it hard and they had to park many miles away, not many miles away, hundreds of yards yeah, away from the, the yeah, actual yeah. supermarket. So it's, yeah. not, it's not just car parking. Look, what, what, what do you think, in your opinion, is the best way to highlight the ongoing abuse of the city? parking base? Oh, well, look, we need more enforcement as well. That's a big part of the problem. We need more Dardy and more checking of disability passes of the parking badge. We need more uh, traffic wardens out there, you know, checking to see if people who are parked in, I suppose, in public spots as well. So that's the kind of second objective of our of our campaign is to highlight the continued abuse of parking bays in general on, on the streets as well. So um, it's what, what people need to just think. Okay, so th- just imagine. Okay, so this is what, what people need to think: that a person with a disability, be they a driver or a passenger, needs to plan their journey. So if they're going into Wexford Town, for example, they can't just hop in the car like you and I and park wherever we like and run in and get stuff. You have to think: where am I going to park? Will that park? 
parking space be available? If it's not, what am I going to do? So if it's taken up by somebody with a genuine blue badge, that, that's fair enough, that happens, OK? But if it's taken up by somebody who's abusing that spot, that's where the problem is in. People have said to me they've had to go home because they just can't find a space. If you can imagine, um, like, a wheelchair-accessible vehicle needs enough space at the back and the side to deploy a lift or a ramp. And if a car is parked beside it, they can't get out. They just can't, can't do it. So they need those spaces because they're wider and bigger. That's the reason. Yeah, we, we had a, 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 a strategy here about two years ago. In fact, it was longer, three years ago, before the pandemic. Uh, it mm. was back in five minutes, and it was really interesting because I know it was done, I think, in tandem with the council, and I went to several meetings, and we actually recorded packages and spoke to people living with disability and the difficulties they're going through. But you, can you explain, as, uh, uh, as the communications officer for the DDAI, how yeah. this back in five minutes... So someone pulls up, they decide, look, I'm only going to leave the car here for a minute or two, I'm going to nip into the shop, get some milk or whatever, and then I'm going to head back out. What, what does that cause by way of disruption to someone like you just mentioned there who's planning their day's driving or planning their day's business? It's so stressful for them. It's so discommoding. They, as I said, they, they probably have to go home and we've heard instances where people have had to just give up their, you know, and come in the next day and try again because they just have to go home. If they don't have a wheelchair accessible spot, They've no other choice. They can't just park in the middle of the road. They can't lamp it up on a double yellow line. They can't, you know, the parking, parking space, disabled parking bay is for them, for somebody who needs the space to be able to put a lift or a ramp out the side. And that, that's why it is. So people just need to realise that thing of, I'll only be back in a minute. or that, It was a great campaign, by the way, the Irish Wheelchair Association did. But it, it, it's just not good enough. You know, other excuses that were given was, you won't believe this one, like, oh, I thought that after six o'clock at the park here, so what does that mean, that people with disabilities don't go out when it's dark? You know, I mean, these things, people need to think. Um, yeah. Other people said, oh, I'm picking up my Chinese, I'll only be a minute, or, you know, what does it care to you how, how, where I park, you know, and using bad language, telling people to get lost. Yeah. So, you know, it's very difficult for people to approach people and, and give out, you know, Look, I, I can't imagine how frustrating it is for, for people who need to park for a varying amount of reasons to find someone has parked illegally in one of these yeah. spots. What should they do when this happens to them? So, say somebody is listening to us at the moment, they're now driving into any part in County Wexford, they have mm. earmarked the spot that they'd like to park and are hoping that that spot is free, but they find that someone has parked illegally there. If you are one of these people living with a disability, what should you do if you find someone in your spot? Should you report it to the guards? Should you look for a traffic warden? What should you yeah, if it's a public spot, yes, absolutely, you can report to the guards or a traffic warden. Um, if it's in a private spot, you can't. You can only all you need to do is go to the, the manager of that centre and say it to them, and hopefully to get the person clamped. But you know, to, to approach somebody that's doing that, the person that's parked there illegally is already going to be kind of defensive because they know they're doing something wrong. So you know, expect expect an earful when you do approach them. But so we wouldn't be advocating. We wouldn't be saying to people to approach people. Better off to find a guard or um, or a traffic warden and say to them, you know, to try and help you. because And there's the other thing as well, which people need to be mindful of, is not every disability is visible as well. So you might see somebody getting out of the car with the badge, they have a badge, but, you know, they could have a condition that they need the card as well. So you just need to be careful. Mm. And I think people are aware of that. Like almost three quarters of Irish adults said that they noticed disabled bays being abused on a regular basis, but only 16% said they approached the person doing it. So that, that'll tell you, kind of, yeah. not many people do it, you know, because they're afraid of what the ramifications will be. 
Yeah, going back to some of the uh, information you gave me earlier in our conversation, yeah. we're speaking uh, to uh, Richard in in relation to the Disabled Drivers Association and their call. Do you think local authorities, Richard, should be far more proactive in, in enforcing the existing regulations and, crucially, verifying parking permits? Yeah, exactly. That's another point. I mean, uh, 70% of our members said that their parking permit or blue badge had never been inspected by either a traffic warden, a guard, or a private car park operator. So you've just you've just highlighted it there. There needs to be more enforcement. There needs to be more enforcement of the existing rules. Never mind look at the, the rules that, you know, the new rules that we're looking for. If they, if they could look at, you know, these serial bay abusers, as I call them, these people who don't give a damn and they just park willy-nilly. Like, as I said, I'm 25 years in this, and, and the only thing that's changed over that time is that the fine has increased from 80 euro to 150 euro, Okay. Like, uh, Shane Ross did that about four or five years ago. We called on it on Fair Play to him. He did it. In my opinion, it should be four or five hundred euro. Like, you know, that might deter somebody from, from actually parking in it, you know. Uh, in certain parts of the world, if you do it more than three times, I think it's over in the UAE, your car will be crushed. <laughs> That's what I've heard, whether it's true or not. We're not calling for that. That's a bit extreme. But people need to, there need to be consequences for people who park in wheelchair accessible parking spots. Right. And the next question is, and uh, maybe you'll be able to give me a, a, an honest upfront answer in this one as well. Do you believe that those who illegally park in disabled parking bays should face prosecution? And, uh, I mean, are there many people being prosecuted for this, to the best of your knowledge? Uh, you as an association, are, are there many people no. being brought to court no. over this? No, not, not, not at all. No, not at all. Um, there was, for, for abuse of the actual car themselves, another issue is, for example, if somebody has a wheelchair accessible parking card or disabled person's parking card and say the mum and dad sadly passes away and they continue to use that card for their own benefit, that's you can be prosecuted for that offence. So, and people do that. You wouldn't believe it. You're kind of, your listeners be going, what, people actually use their deceased parent's card? And the answer is yes. And that's another huge, huge problem, you know, because your listeners may not be aware that um, the, the, the person to whom the card is registered to must be in the vehicle when the car is being used. So, for example, you can't say, okay, mum, I'm taking your card here and going to enter the shops to buy your shopping. You can't do that. The person has to be with you. I mean, you've actually just asked for the fine, which you say now is now €150 to be be trebled. Is that what you said to me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there has to be consequences, you know. Mm. People say, ah, sure, look, it's only 80 quid, it's 100 quid, you know, whatever. But if it was three or 400 quid, (laughs) you might think twice about parking for only a minute, wouldn't you? I would. Well, I have a couple of comments uh, before we wrap up our chat for the moment. Yeah. You, you can't expect a shopping centre to reserve a disabled parking spot. It's potluck if it's vacant. The problem is not enough parking spaces. That's one from uh, Simon. Uh, I have a have a warden checking permit against a driving licence to ensure the permit is issued to that person and they yeah. should have a letter from a GP to hand confirming disability. Failing that, the car should be towed is another comment coming, coming in. I'm yeah. a person with a badge for disability because I'm young and don't exactly have a wheelchair daily. If I park in my spot, I have numbers of occasions got confronted as if I don't need to park there. It's very upsetting and it ruins my day. That's a very interesting comment. There you there. go. We just said, well, we spoke about that earlier. And that person who said that, you know, there's not enough spaces and, and if they're taken up. Look, if all the space are taken up by genuine people in with cards, that's 
you know, that's just unfortunate. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you know, but it's the people who, when you go and you look at the thing and there's no card on the, on the dashboard, that's the problem. And, and a lot of times that happens. Well, Richard, we're going to let this run because the comments are yeah. flying in. We've got people <laughs> talking and thinking. But by all means, share your view on this and we will talk to you again soon. We might Thank revisit this so topic. Much. Thank you. Cheers. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.